Hey friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast with me, your host, Robin Ryan McDonald. Today, I'm giving you a behind the scenes look at what I do to throw together quick, easy, healthy meals for dinner. Now, I'll just tell you right now, it's not glamorous, it's not fancy, but it tastes good and it works. <laughs> but first, I do need to say I am super excited and so grateful. I just saw this past week that this podcast is now a top 1.5% globally ranked podcast. Praise the Lord. And thank you so much to each of you for listening and continuing to tune in. I really pray that this show blesses you and continues to provide you with helpful, practical tips that transform your health and in turn your life. And speaking of which, if you find yourself feeling overwhelmed by all the options and recipes you look up when you search quote unquote, easy, healthy dinners, you know, the ones with thousands of ingredients that you don't have, or that say it only takes 20 minutes, but then when you actually try it, it takes an hour. Yeah, friend, I've been there. <laughs> if that's where you've been, then this episode is going to be a major help. Oh, make sure that you stay tuned until the end because I've got a resource I want you to hear about that I'm going to be offering for free. So without further ado, let's do this. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. Really quick, I would be doing you a disservice if I did not mention that coming with this new month are also five new spots in the Sustainable Health Transformation Program. That's my 16-week program where we really dial in what does it look like to eat well, to exercise, and to partner with God in such a way that you are able to be faithful to the vision that God has placed on your life and to live that out in your health as well. If you are like, you know what, I already know I need help with this and I need to be able to do what God has called me to do. And I have not yet been able to figure out one, how to partner with God, but then two, how to get results for my body that actually last. Then I highly recommend applying for one of those five spots by going to madewellhealth.com forward slash apply, or you can use the link in the show notes. With that said, for reals now, let's go ahead and dive into some of my behind the scenes tips for overcoming the overwhelm with these quick, easy dinner ideas. 
You know that one verse in 1 Timothy where Paul is talking about how Jesus saves sinners and then he refers to himself as the foremost sinner? Well, when it comes to eating unhealthy food, I'm pretty sure I was the foremost. (laughs) People who knew me when I was a kid are shocked at what I do for a living now. And they're like, wait a minute, you help people eat healthy? Like you actually eat vegetables and stuff now. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, there really is a God. (laughs) Anyways, my point is I was not always health conscious. I was an extremely picky eater. I hated vegetables And I used to eat large quantities of most of the unhealthy things that I used to eat. And if it wasn't shake and baked something, pasta, or some kind of fried chicken dinner from the grocery store, there was a low chance I was going to eat it. And bless my precious mama, she just was so busy with my sister and I's extracurriculars, carting us around from this thing and that thing. And dinner, I mean, it just, it had to be quick and it had to be convenient. And here's the thing. As a mom now myself of two little guys, I have all the empathy for her. (laughs) And I started my health journey before I had kids. So there was a decent amount of time before I had my first son that, you know, where I was cooking healthy meals and I was just doing it for myself and my husband. And I really enjoyed going to the grocery store and thinking through what yummy meal I'd throw together and have ready on the table when my husband came home. And even though I had a job, I just was always done in time to make dinner before he got off work. And I think I was low key addicted to going to Whole Foods or as my husband would call it, Whole Paycheck Foods, which by the way, if you didn't catch last week's episode on how to cut your grocery costs in half, I highly recommend giving it a listen. Anyway, I had a lot of time to cook and to spontaneously come up with my meals. And they were all healthy, and it was almost in some ways kind of like a creative outlet for the end, at the end of the day for myself. Then, at, when I had my son, that changed. And when he was a little baby, and I'd put him in his little rocker thing, he'd get fussy, and he'd want to be held while I was trying to have my creative outlet and just cook this, you know, amazing healthy meal for my husband and I. And so that just made things more challenging and less fun, to be honest. And then as he got older, it became even more difficult to keep an eye on him while I was running around the kitchen. And he was also mobile, wanting just me to play with him and give him attention. And so it just made things pretty challenging. And I know for some of you who have older kids, maybe you're in a similar place as my mom, as she was with me and my sister of carting your kids around to all of their extracurriculars. You barely have any time to even go through a drive through to get to all the different places you need to go. And because I was super committed to eating healthy, I ended up after having my, my son and after he was, hmm, I think he was maybe a year and a half, two years old when I really buckled down and started doing intentional meal prep every single Sunday. And I ended up following Cassie Joy Garcia's book, Cook Once, Eat All Week. And I do recommend it. She's got really great recipes and she definitely knows how to take a few very simple ingredients and repurpose them into really diverse tasty meals. And I actually really enjoyed doing that. And I diligently followed her process for about six months. And I was cooking every Sunday for about two to three hours. And then throughout the week, I'd only have to toss things together or like warm them up. And it was just really nice to have these just really well done, I guess a little bit more, I don't want to call them fancy, but I guess, or elaborate, but they just were, I guess, intentional different meals throughout the week. And I enjoyed that. It was fun. 
And as great as that process was, I did end up getting burnt out on having to spend my Sunday afternoons prepping for hours when I'd really just rather spend time with my family or nap, which hardly ever, like pretty much never happens, but staying in the kitchen felt like the opposite of napping, which is what I wanted to do. So I guess it just made it (laughs) all the less enjoyable. So, and one thing that I do work on with my clients is finding a meal prep solution that fits their schedule and preferences. And I personally, I really don't think everybody needs to spend hours cooking on a Sunday or even needs to spend hours cooking at all in order to eat healthy. And so because after I got burnt out on, you know, that one way of meal prepping on Sundays, I then found myself cooking. I basically traded my three hours of meal prep on Sundays for three to five hours of cooking throughout the week, which, you know, worked well in the sense that I didn't have to do it on the weekend, but it was still a lot of time to be cooking. And truth be told, after having my second baby last year, I've really opted for what is quick and easy. But here's the cool part. I still eat really clean, healthy meals that are aligned with my ultimate vision and my goals, but they only take me 20, 25 minutes to throw together. Because the reality is, and what I want you to be excited about and to get from this episode, is that quick and easy can describe a healthy meal. Now, before I dive into my three tips for creating these quick, easy, healthy meals for yourself, I do want to emphasize one really important thing that I mentioned earlier. I am still committed to eating healthy. The big question is, why? And why is because I am driven by my vision. This vision, I believe God has placed on my heart and knowing my worth and value in him and realizing that my body is a part of what I get to steward in following Jesus. The energy and vitality that I have directly impacts the way that I show up for my husband, my kids, my clients, and my community. And it is not worth it to me to take the extra, to take the 20, 30 minutes it would take to load up my kids, get in the car, go through the drive-thru, get home, unbuckle them, get settled, and then sit down to eat when I can use that same amount of time to throw together a healthy meal in my own kitchen. And like I said, in the same amount of time. So while these tips do make things easier to cook healthy meals at home, they are the most helpful in the context of having clarity on how healthy Eating serves your broader vision of who God is calling you to be and how he works through you to impact others. Because if you don't have a deep-seated value for how health affects your life and your God-given vision, it, I mean, honestly, it really could be argued that it's easier to just go through the drive-through. And hopefully that makes sense. And (laughs) that's why this is the vision-driven health podcast, because at the end of the day, Whatever tips I give you, whatever my guests share with you that's helpful and valuable, it really only matters if you are clear on that vision and you are driven by the vision that God has placed on your heart for your life and for your health. Because otherwise, all the tips, all the things, they just end up being part of the noise of healthy tips and ideas that just don't last. We need Jesus and we need to be grounded in who he's calling us to be. With that said, now that I've made that (laughs) abundantly clear, here are my three behind the scenes tips. Number one, 
have quick protein options. And from a health standpoint, it, you really want to ensure that you are getting at least, at the very least, 20, preferably 30 to 35 grams of protein per meal. And whenever I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat next, even if it's a snack, my first thought is, okay, how much protein is in it? Or how can I eat something that's going to have a decent amount of protein? And that's for another episode. I definitely can get into the benefits of protein, but you really do want to. And that's even if, you know, maybe you think of protein as something that's for the meatheads or people who are trying to do bikini competitions or uh, build their body or all those different things. At the end of the day, (laughs) all the more, even if you're somebody who is in their, I don't want to say old because I really, (laughs) as you listen to me more, I don't like saying that you're old until maybe like 85. It's like, okay, you're up there. (laughs) But 40, 50, 60, Nobody has any business saying that they're old. All that to say, the truth is when we're starting in, to get into our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, it is more difficult to build and maintain muscle. And we do need to consume enough protein in order to support that. And so it is important that we're not only intentionally doing some kind of resistance training, lifting weights, using body weight, etc., and that we're consuming enough protein to accommodate what our muscles need to A, grow or B, be maintained. So with that said, The key is to have protein options you can cook quickly. So for us, (laughs) it's a little laughable. If you follow me on Instagram and I try to share a decent amount on my story, what I'm eating and whatnot. And many a night we are having the 100% grass fed burgers from Costco that are ready in like 10 minutes. (laughs) Um, That's usually a meal at least once a week, if not twice. It's just so easy to throw them on the grill and have them ready and then just throw together some sides really quick and boom, we're done. Um, so in addition to that, and a lot of these suggestions that I have are actually from Costco. I know that's not available for everybody. I know we've got some international listeners, so hopefully there's some comparable options, but regardless, pre-made burgers are just a quick, easy thing anyways. Um, but we also will do frozen. We also have frozen one pound bricks of ground beef, or we do pasture raised pork sausage that can just defrost in enough time. Usually if you just put it in water, they'll be ready in like 20 to 30 minutes. So if I'm thinking about dinner early enough, you know, again, like 30 to 60 minutes in advance, then I have no problem being able to defrost that in time and get something together really quick. Then we also will purchase some pre-made grass-fed sliced sirloin by Cuisine Solutions, which you can look up that brand, but otherwise I do find them also from Costco. And that's super handy to have because it also is pretty quick to defrost. We usually keep it in the freezer or you can put it in the fridge, you know, the morning of or the day before if you think maybe you need a quick meal and it's really quick and easy to heat up briefly on the stove, or you can just have it as is because it is already pre-cooked. I also have found Kevin's pre-made meals. The brand is called Kevin's and he, he, I don't know, Kevin, the the owner, the CEO of the company, but these are like pre-made meals where the meat is already fully cooked and it just needs to be heated and then have the sauce added to it. That one's a fantastic option. Uh, We do usually keep that in the freezer and I try to keep that as a, like, I literally will have no time to do anything. I, I need a meal made in like 10 minutes option. And I'll usually pair that with like some pre riced cauliflower and maybe some sort of, uh, I don't know if I already have some sweet potato cooked or something, but I just try to have, that's for the really, really in a pinch nights. 
And then lastly, this takes a little bit longer, but if I have some organic chicken thighs, those will usually cook in 35, 40 minutes, depending on how high I put the heat in the oven. And even though they take a little bit longer to cook, they're so easy to put together. I mean, I'll just throw some seasoning. Maybe I'll squeeze some lemon juice on them or something, but it takes less than five minutes to prepare, throw in a pan and throw in the oven. The oven. And I love having something where I can just put it in the oven and walk away. I'll usually just make a, like one sheet will be the chicken thighs. Then the other baking sheet will, I'll just put a bunch of veggies like broccoli or Brussels sprouts and some sweet potato. And so that way everything that I need for dinner goes in the oven. And then I can just go play with my boys and wait for it to finish. Really. I mean, I also love crock pot meals. That's something you have to think of in advance. Um, but crock, crock pot meals and meals that I can throw in the oven. I am a huge fan of because I love being able to quickly throw something together and walk away. Whereas if you're, you know, even doing the burgers like I love to do, or if we're grilling meat in a pan or something like that, you know, it just takes a little bit more time. But with that said, that is number one. You want to have those quick protein options. That is a huge hack for how I throw together meals in 20 to 30 minutes at the end of a day for dinner. Number two, to chop small and cook fast when it comes to sides. <laughs> chop small, cook fast. So literally nearly all vegetables can be cooked in 20 minutes when they're cut small enough. So I'll just always try to have a few staple veggies that we enjoy. And I've already mentioned Brussels sprouts. We really like broccoli, zucchini, cauliflower, um, or again, throwing Costco in there, which I have no affiliation other than I just buy a lot from there. <laughs> um, but they have organic riced cauliflower that we like to get. And that takes five minutes to heat up. And then we almost always have some form of potatoes or sweet potatoes. And so you can chop any of those into either thin enough or just small enough cubes that they can either be sauteed in like 15 minutes, or they can often be baked in the oven for 20 when they're the right size. Sometimes if I am doing burgers, then maybe I'll bake my veggies in the oven for like 20 minutes. So I don't have to worry about another thing. And all I have to do is focus on the boys and the burgers. Or if I am maybe got a less, a meat that needs a little less attention or if I'm, cause the thing with the burgers is I go outside to grill them. Right. But if I've got maybe meat that I'm just cooking up in a pan on the stove, then I'll saute veggies right next to it. So everything's all right there. Um, but all that to say, I have rarely struggled to cook something in, or cook, I rather cook vegetables or starches or sides in 20 minutes when they are, when they are cut small enough. I will say one barrier to entry for this is if you are not used to chopping vegetables, it might take a little bit of time to be a little more proficient and quick at it. But honestly, I mean, you could look up some YouTube videos on how to cut up vegetables quickly and you just keep practicing. And I'll tell you what, you'll be, you'll be so chef-like in your cutting skills. <laughs> so that's number two, cut small, cook quick, chop small, cook fast. That's what I said. I was like, I know it's something like that. Chop small, cook fast. <laughs> number two, number three is to double or triple the portions of whatever you cook. So you want to maximize the effort that you put into your quick meals by doubling or tripling what you need for that evening's meal. So then you have leftovers for lunch or future dinners. And then that just means less cooking the rest of the week. Now, 
This may take some trial and error. Honestly, all of this takes trial and error. At the end of the day, if you aren't someone who is consistently cooking, period, it's going to be challenging and it's going to take time to learn. And two, if you're not someone who's consistently cooking healthy meals, it's also going to be some trial and error and there's going to be challenges because you're still discovering what you like to eat and what works for you and what your family likes to eat. And just because it is kind of challenging and it takes time doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It actually means you're learning something that's beneficial, that's real, and you know, you're just sharpening, sharpening that skill for yourself. So all that to say, it will take some trial and error to find the right portions. And I say this because I know firsthand <laughs> my husband is 6'5 and 250 pounds of mostly muscle. And I feel like I'm still 10 years into being together, discovering how to make enough for just one meal with us. And then of course, <laughs> I'm like his children, they're our children, but they are little giants. I mean, I'm tall too, I'm six feet, but we have giant children and my almost four-year-old eats as much as an adult woman and is just always saying, I'm still hungry. So it's totally like cooking for three adults. It's like cooking for two adults. It's like cooking for four adults between the three of us. Riley is still, my baby is still just kind of figuring out the food thing. But between me, my husband and my four-year-old, it's like a four-person cooking endeavor. But <laughs> with that said, you'll eventually figure out how much you need for you and your family. And really, I mean, with, with these tips, friend, they will get you far with quick and easy meals. And with that said, one, I hope these do support you. And I want to encourage you to come into the Madewell Mastermind where you can ask questions, you can share your, your wins and your discoveries and in, you know, doing these quick and easy meals. And the link for that is also in the show notes. And with that said too, speaking of that group, I, I do hate, I'm, I'm struggling to come to terms with this. You know, when you like go to, you know, a, a discount store or the grocery store and, you know, they've already got the decorations for Halloween up. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that can't be right. And the truth is we are on the tail end of the summer. The fall is on the horizon. And I know for a lot of you, there's a level of overwhelm that could come with the changing of the seasons. Kids are going back to school. Small groups are starting up at church. Or, you know, you've got other involvements, things are changing at work. And so I wanted to encourage you all with some simple focuses for the month of August. So today's episode's kind of a lead into that. And my hope is that, um, well, all that to say, I've created a short resource for you called the Overcome Overwhelm Guide, where I introduce three simple habits to do this coming month. And my hope is that when you look at it, you'll be like, that's it. And then I hope that it feels so easy and doable that you find yourself committing to doing them daily because I know that if you do them, you will feel the difference in your body and even your perspective on your health and life, because it definitely has a component in partnering with God in this. And so I've got, and then I also include a section in that resource where I just give some simple tips to make things easier in there as well. It's really, really basic. I, when I was putting this together, I was like, I cannot put together a guide on overcoming the overwhelm that when someone opens it up, it feels overwhelming. So just know that when you open this up, it is very basic. However, it has the potential to bring about some really big, really great changes in your health and your life. And so if you want to grab that, 
go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash overwhelmed. And I will also provide the link to that in the show notes. And with that said, that is what I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day filled with peace and hope for what's possible in your health. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcast and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week. Again, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions.